today we're going to be talking about why love isn't enough and what it means to feel emotionally safe in a relationship. Is it possible to love someone but not feel emotionally close? Do you have a longing to connect but your yearning gets frustrated without knowing why? Sadly, there is often a gap between the love we feel in our hearts and the emotional intimacy we experience with someone. You know, like the connection we desire, it may seem so close, so we keep trying, yet it may remain sadly elusive. It's maddening when you love someone but you don't experience the trust and safety that are necessary for the relationship to thrive. The emotional safety is an essential foundation for an intimate relationship. When we feel emotionally safe, we feel internally relaxed with a person. You know, our guard is down and our shields don't go up when we interact. We feel free to be authentic, which includes expressing our hurt our hurts and disconnects and longings without fearing that we'll be criticized or shamed. And according to John Gottman's research on marital success, one of the four factors that lead to troubled relationships is defensiveness along with criticism, contempt, and stonewalling. And we defend ourselves against the painful feelings that might pierce our heart if we are blamed, judged, shamed, or rejected. And so maintaining this visible wall, it becomes a barrier that doesn't allow our heart to remain soft and open. I mean, yeah, there are many possible ways to protect ourselves when we don't feel safe. Um, we may shield ourselves by shutting down and staying distant. We might minimize contact with a partner or a friend. Or we might even become critical of others before they have a chance to criticize us. Or we defensively turn the tables on them when they express some dissatisfaction with us. And when we feel safe with a person, we don't need to be defensive because there is little to defend against. When we feel consistently treated with respect and kindness, we can kind of relax internally with a person as we trust that our partner or our friend has the intention and the capacity to see who we really are, you know, to hear us and understand us, even if they sometimes fall short, we relax more and more with them, which in turn strengthens trust and it builds intimacy. 
And of course, building a trusting, non-defensive relationship, it requires that we give to another what we ourselves desire. Love asks for reciprocal sharing, extending ourselves toward another's world in a way that lets them feel emotionally safe with us, and enjoying the beautiful dance of intimacy, the path of undefended love, requires two self-aware, undefended people who are emotionally honest with themselves and with each other. One of the blessings of building safety in a relationship is that we feel free to be ourselves. If we've been hurt in the past, we may have vowed to never be so trusting and open again. You know, our heart may flash the signal, not available to love and be loved. But you know what? Life is richer when we find a partner and friends with whom to enjoy the special connection that comes from being ourselves and feeling accepted as we are. And as two people feel safe to be vulnerable with each other, expressing tender feelings and desires without having that fear of criticism and rejection, you know, it makes the connection grow. And emotional safety, it also requires telling the truth and keeping agreements because we can't feel safe with a person who is deceiving us or when their actions are not congruent with their words. So authentic, open, trustworthy communication is the life line of an intimate relationship. And of course, of course, no one is perfect and it's much easier to perceive others' imperfections than to spot our own. It is inevitable that trust will be broken, even in the best of relationships. But emotional safety, it can be restored if two people can find the courage and willingness to just address the breach through open, non-defensive dialogue. And there may be times when we don't feel emotionally safe due to our own unhealed wounds from past relationships, whether in our family of origin or past partnerships. And there's a book, it's called Undefended Love um, by Marlena Lyons, I believe. And in it, she says, finding intimacy begins with discovering ourselves have to be visible before we can be seen. We have to be available before our hearts can be affected and we have to be present before we can be intimate. I like that. I like that a lot. So if we never take the risk to reveal our feelings and wants in a non-defensive way, we may never give the relationship a real chance to deepen. 
revealing our true feelings. It lets us sense whether or not we feel emotionally safe with a person. Safe enough to continue being open and vulnerable. And it's easier to love a person than to feel intimate with them. Intimacy requires emotional safety. As we do the internal and external work necessary to build that safety in our relationships, we may solve the mystery it would have needed to feel emotionally connected and intimate with someone that we love. Alright, so let's talk real quick about why loving someone isn't enough to make it work. Like, have you ever thought that you could love someone enough to make everything work? Have you been in a relationship where you knew you weren't really happy, but you kept saying, but I love him or her, isn't that enough? (laughs) Well, anyway... I mean, I've been there before, that's for sure, and, you know, I stayed in some pretty messed up relationships, or one in particular, hoping for some kind of miracle to happen, because I loved them, or thought I loved them, and of course, shouldn't love be enough, but unfortunately, it just isn't, it never will be, just loving someone is not enough. So whether you're in a relationship that you're unsure of right now, or you're just venturing into the dating world, ask yourself these things before you settle down. The first thing is, how do you feel about yourself when you're around them? Do you feel content and accepted, or do you feel anxious and misunderstood? Sometimes our relationships can be a reflection of how we feel about ourselves. So be careful not to push your judgment of yourself onto your partner. And try to determine whether these feelings arise out of their treatment of you or whether they are insecurities you have no matter who you are with. Some people are just a better match for us than others. The second thing is, are my needs equal in importance to their own? You know, like when you tell your partner something is important to you, how do they react? If you tell your partner, I really need to spend quality time with you because it makes me feel good and special and they don't understand what that means and don't want to know, then maybe you're not right for each other. You know, relationships take two equal parts. And if you make your partner's needs important, then your partner has to do the same or you are in like a lopsided relationship and you just will never be fulfilled. The third question to ask yourself is, are their core values in line with mine? So we all have core principles and values that we live by, and these are different for each of us. But if your partner does not have the same values you have, 
then there's likely to be trouble in that relationship as time goes on. So core values are things you must have in a partner. They could include religion, the desire to have children, how you deal with money, fidelity, family, health, integrity. And I mean, some of these things may change over time and sometimes not. Some people can become more religious or they decide they want children. So it's possible to change the way you view and handle money. Deeply ingrained core values are not likely to change, though. If the person you're with is not very family-oriented and doesn't want to be, and you have a huge conflict, you're just setting yourself up for trouble. So if you want children, and he or she does not, and never will, then you might as well just stop trying to make it something it isn't just because you love them. The fourth thing to ask yourself is, do they want to know me, the real me? Okay, so I believe everyone has different comfort levels in regards to vulnerability. And some people crave intense emotional intimacy and some don't. Are you capable of showing your partner who you really are like on your darkest days, your worst days? And do they want to know? Do you feel accepted and understood for all of your irrationality or whatever your personality traits are? If not, you may be left dissatisfied. And over time, the relationship will probably erode itself away. Or you'll be drawn to someone else you think does want to know you and does accept you. Honestly, this is probably where most affairs start. Fifth question to ask yourself is, my life better with them in it? Is your partner an asset or a hindrance? Do they support you or suck the life out of you? Do they want you to reach your goals and your dreams or do they put you down and make you feel like you can't accomplish anything? Your partner should be your biggest supporter and cheerleader. And if they aren't, put them on the bench and find a new player. Life is too short to be with someone who doesn't believe in you. And don't take this to mean you should be able to do whatever you want and they should accept it. What it means is you should feel content and supported and loved with this person in your life. You know, days shouldn't be filled with angst and fights and conflict or division. If your days are not happy, the majority of the time, then ask yourself why. Why are you contributing to the unhappiness? Fix your side of the street and see if anything changes. If not, you may need to rethink why you're with them. And don't ask these questions just once. Ask them over and over. Ask them in one month. Ask them in six months. Ask 
them in six years. As much as you love them and as much as they, as you think they may love you, if they can't meet your needs and don't want to meet them, then you're wasting your time and wasting precious moments of your life. There are many wonderful, kind people out there, but that doesn't make them right for you. Just because you love them doesn't mean you can be happy with them. So please don't waste years on someone because you love them. Every day is a choice. Choose your own happiness. And in doing so, you will choose love rather than it choosing you. So basically, loving someone does not guarantee that you will be together. And that may be one of the greatest disappointments of all time for you. It kind of makes you wonder if you can love so deeply, why would any circumstance stop you from having a future with each other? And the truth is, loving someone you aren't meant to be with or can't be with, you know, it's not a sign of failure. Loving someone you can't be with or you're not meant to be with, it doesn't mean you need to try harder. You know, you've already sacrificed plenty, I'm sure. You can love someone, yet need to let them go. You can love someone, yet be incompatible. You can love someone while your beliefs, lifestyle, and worldviews are misaligned just enough to make that relationship fall apart. You know, just like you can love someone while they mistreat you. And they give you the bare minimum. Or you watch them make poor life decisions over and over again. Or they push you away. And you can love someone while yearning for a deeper connection. And you can love someone as they love someone else. Which was kind of pretty random, but the last part anyway. But ultimately... You sometimes must let go. You know, you have to release your grip on people. Because you're going to end up only hurting yourself. And you have to let go of holding on to the hope that maybe one day things will change. If you know deep down that they're never going to. And don't get me wrong. Letting go, it doesn't have to be goodbye forever. You know, sometimes it's maybe I'll see you on the other side. Sometimes it's I need time to figure it out without you. Or sometimes it's I'm hurting so much that I can't fathom being with you right now. It all just depends on your circumstances. But I promise you, 
that you will survive. Letting go is telling yourself the truth and just accepting whatever it is and finding healthy coping habits to make it through another day until, you know, the pain just kind of subsides and it's not so painful with just repetitive thoughts and they will just become less consuming but yeah you will be fine when you let go it's a reminder that there's still life and you still matter there's no love lost and more to be found and you can love someone yet need to let them go I think I said that a million times and I apologize just trying to get the point across I guess but um yeah anyways thank you guys for listening I really appreciate it please make sure to hit that follow button and I will talk to you guys next time later